welcome, welcome, welcome. It is so good to have you here with us at the two-minute warning Post-Gaming Damon has returned, brought to you by BottomLineBets.com. My man Stefan serving up some winners. First half over-unders. He's all over this one today. And the 49ers are all over the Pittsburgh Steelers in a way that you can only really walk away from this week one performance, giving nearly across the board A-plus performances. Sure, there's a few things that'll have to come out in the wash. Sure, there's always a little something that can be improved, but it was... It is, because this isn't over. We're still watching the paint dry on what really is an opening week masterpiece from Brock Purdy, Kyle Shanahan, and this 49ers defense. Look, the Steelers are going to be coming out of the two-minute warning here, driving, looking for just, you know, style points. That's all they have left to hope for in this game, style points. Uh, it, it, this game is over. This game is completely over. 30-7, to seven, and let's be completely honest, if not for a Diamador Lenore roughing out of bounds, definitely helped the momentum at the end of the first half for a Steelers offense, which had been sputtering up to that point. I mean, this could have been shutout city. That's how much of a one-sided, totally dominant performance we have seen out of the San Francisco 49ers today. They have been absolutely magnificent. Magnificent. So it is uh, really good to have you in here. Look, we're coming in from Iceland, my man Jonas. We're coming in from Sandwichville, USA. My buddy Ike is here. And uh, yeah, we are at the Dos Minuto warning. You're right about that, Rockin' New Era 84. So good to see so many uh, names that we're familiar with here today. I love it. I love it. And if you're new here, Welcome. It is great to have you each and every single Sunday. We're going to be joining you live for the first time ever. We're going to have a post-game show while the game is still going on. That's that's what the two-minute warning is all about. Warning, we're not even done with this game and we're ready to do post-game. Now, it won't be this smooth and easy every week. I, I mean it. Like, did Mike tomlin know that his team had a game today the steelers looked so rattled and so unprepared for what the 49ers brought to them uh they were outstanding the 49ers offensive line pretty much did its job the steelers offensive line did not do its job i believe javon hargrave has just picked up his first sack as a member of the san francisco 49ers and as i was saying earlier the only thing that really needs to happen for the rest of this day is to be perfect. Nobody get hurt. Nobody get hurt in this garbage time. Somebody go and take Christian McCaffrey's helmet away from him. He doesn't need to play another snap today. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, eight catches on, I believe, eight targets, 129 yards and two touchdowns. Brandon Ayuk was magnificent today. I mean, he is out there running completely unabated by himself all day long, and as I've told you so many times, Kyle Shanahan's greatest attribute as a head coach is just running dudes wide open. Wide, wide open. Uh, it is uh, it's kneel down time. It is victory formation. 50 seconds remaining in Pittsburgh. It will be a 30-7 to final for your San Francisco 49ers. Just an outstanding 
I really mean it. An outstanding afternoon. We're going to take a look at some of these numbers. Christian McCaffrey, 22 carries, 151 yards to go along with three catches for 17 yards. His 65-yard touchdown run was without a doubt the play of the day. And it wasn't just the blocking up front by the offensive line. And it wasn't just Christian McCaffrey's athleticism outrunning a, a, a defense. That was wide receiver downfield blocking pornography. The block that Brandon IU got off and then the I'm running into the play, not getting called for clipping, not getting called for a block in the back, waiting until Christian McCaffrey does a little dosy -si do So now I am in front of the guy I want to block, Ray Ray McLeod. That was some absolute football knowledge that he dropped out there today. That was some experience. That was a hell of a block. Um, if you want the ball, in Kyle Shanahan's offense. It's just real simple. If you want the ball in this offense as a wide receiver, you got to pay the bill with your body. You got to block for this running game to pop. And Christian McCaffrey in this running game popped this afternoon for sure. Najee Harris did not pop. Six carries, 31 yards. Again, a long a 24. So he basically did nothing on a day where, look, there are a lot of people in Pittsburgh that didn't like Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And there's going to be less people liking them after this one today. It was a brutal day. It was a brutal day for Kenny Pickett. It was a brutal day for the Steelers across the board. And it was just an outstanding day for the San Francisco 49ers as complete a week one victory as I can remember, not even in just the Kyle Shanahan era. But since I've probably been covering this team going back to Mike Nolan days, uh, that was that was domination. Full-on, outright domination. Look, we want you to go dominate the bets that you make, so check out BottomLineBets.com. My man Stefan is already cashing winners in Vegas. I'm already seeing him going to that ticket window with winning tickets in his hand. He is not just laying it. He is playing it, too. And if you're looking for handicapping advice, you're going to want some from my man, Stefan. He is no joke. He is on fire. And he has daily, weekly, monthly, yearly subscriptions to offer you. And if you played the 49ers today, chances are you had yourself a very, very good afternoon. My man, Stefan, is having a good afternoon. I wish you a good afternoon. And, um, yeah, we got... Uh, Got Legends Pizza going to Ike's, he's saying, for a victory sandwich. I like that an awful lot. Uh, Daryl Anthony Harper. Again, a new name. I am not familiar with you, Daryl. Welcome. Please click subscribe and like a quiet beatdown, if you will. Handled, hammered, yup. That was. That was a straight-up beatdown. I mean, it's one thing to get off on a football team for a quarter or a half. This league is built to make sure it's hard to be outstanding for four quarters. 
That was an outstanding four-quarter football game from the 49ers. The only real player blemish, the worst grade of the day. I don't even need to see the pro football focus grade on Colton McKivitz. I know that he is about to have a very bad pro football focus grade. He had a rough day, and I'd say that that's the one element of this game that maybe Kyle even lost sight of. T.J. Watt was out there handing him his lunch. And to have Colton McKivitz going on with T.J., one-on-one with T.J. Watt is was a big ass for McKivitz, and it was a little bit too big for him. Uh, needed a little bit more help out there, but again, it was a uh, it was a twenty three point win. So there's not a lot of complaining to do when you do that. 10 a.m. start time on the road, East Coast. I mean, recipes that used to automatically qualify the 49ers to slip on into the loss column. Well, not since Kyle Shanahan showed up. The 49ers have the second most road wins since 2019 in the NFL, the most road wins in the NFC, and you can tack another one on there today for Kyle Shanahan. Just an outstanding, outstanding afternoon. The first quarter, again, the Steelers opened with the ball, so Kyle even wins that coin toss, and he gets to defer to the second half, and that's when McCaffrey struck with that really big touchdown run. Um, You had a defense that was all over a Steelers jet sweep. So Mike Tomlin comes out looking for a little early razzle-dazzle. 49ers were all out of that, all over it. And then Drake Jackson gets his first sack of the season, his first of three sacks on the afternoon. And let me just tell you, uh, Drake Jackson, hello. I can see that he's done some push-ups. Over the offseason, he is bigger, he is stronger, he is faster, and he was very, very good today. Great to see Nick Bosa out there. It wasn't an outstanding Nick Bosa day, but again, this is the first football he's played since the last football game he's played in, for goodness sakes. So the fact that he got off the field healthy with some pressures, playing, uh, I think he was limited to about 32, 35 snaps, somewhere in that range where we thought he was going to be you know on a little bit of a snap count he was and that was the smart thing to do it was um it was a perfect afternoon i mean i'm i'm not trying to get too romantic about what i just saw it was a perfect afternoon there's not a lot of this game that's going to cover or carry into into week 2 there really isn't these football games are individual thoughts on each individual week but you saw a lot of things out there you hope to be repeatable especially from Brock Purdy. And can we just talk about Brock for a minute? Did you spend time following a few content creators which were breathlessly covering uh, incompletions in training camp on a random Tuesday last month? How How do you look today? How did Brock Purdy look today? His opening drive was nearly perfect. A six-yard easy completion to Debo. You then had Debo taking an end around on the second play, so he's got two touches and two plays. Kyle looking to show you all of his weaponry early. McCaffrey gets stuffed on third down, and what do the 49ers do to sort of just set the tempo? Hopefully not just for today's game, but for the season, they're going to be aggressive. Fourth and one, a complete pass to Kittle for a first down. By the way, Kittle, quiet game today. Three catches, 19 yards. 
But uh, McCaffrey then picked up a nine-yard run around the left side. It's second and one. McCaffrey hits a huge hole. Aaron Banks with a hell of an opening there. I mean, he just... He's just moving dudes. Aaron Banks uh, creates the hole for a 17-yard run to go inside the 10-yard line. And then, boom, a touchdown pass to Brandon Ayuk. Uh, early in this game, uh, Brandon Ayuk had more touchdown receptions than the Steelers had gained offensive yards. That was 2-0 to zero <laughs> for a while there. It really was um, an outstanding opening drive, seven plays, 54 yards, all weapons getting touches, just a a master class from Kyle Shanahan, just keeping a defense looking at its ear hole, guessing what's kind of coming next. There wasn't a lot of comfort to be found anywhere for anyone wearing a Pittsburgh Steelers uniform this afternoon. Um, what do we got here? Uh Hey, this is from Niner Empire 101. Dame, you should do a Raiders post game just for the Super Chats. You know the silver and black too. But hey, you know, I I I appreciate it. I think we're going to get enough Super Chats right here. I got kids that I actually want to see on a Sunday. I'm going to go hang out with Larry Kruger on his post game show a little bit later on today. We got plenty of time to spend right here. And I want to hear your comments about everything that you just saw. The chat is open. Um but the Raiders, look, they're, they don't play in the Bay Area. I don't know. How to, I, I can't say it any more than that. When they do something interesting, we'll absolutely look at them and talk about them. The whole Chandler Jones situation is obviously very, very odd. But they haven't even, what, kicked off yet against the Denver Broncos. So we're not even going to worry about them. We're here to talk 49ers football. That's what we care about. And look, the 49ers are going to be a team of circumstance this year. I don't think the, the the Raiders are going to have a very circumstantial season. The 49ers look every bit world-beater-ish this afternoon. They looked outstanding. Um, I don't know where anyone had them on preseason power rankings. Again, these are things that fans love to argue about. I don't care about a preseason power ranking. I don't care about training camp. I don't care about football practice. I care about football games. And as I told you all summer long, everything that you hear about training camp, everything that you hear is a concern, a worry, it all goes away the minute that coin toss hits the ground and it's heads or tails, who's getting the ball to start week one. Everything evaporates. Everything evaporates. Here we are. These are the results that matter. So let's talk about Brock Purdy's interceptions. He didn't throw any. There you go. 19-29 for Brock Purdy. 220 yards. Two touchdowns. He has a quarterback rating of 111.3. And he was just outstanding this afternoon. Brock Purdy, I got to tell you, and you saw this pretty much evident out there in that fourth quarter. Uh, Brock Purdy had the biggest smile I've seen on a 49ers quarterback in six, seven years. He had fun today. Brock Purdy had fun today. When's the last time you walked away from a 49er game saying, man, holy shit, that was awesome. And the quarterback, he had a lot of fun out there. Look good, feel good, play good. There is something to it. It's a rough day for the Brock Purdy hater crowd out there. Yeah, I noticed that too. A lot of silence from people who normally would have a lot of bullshit to throw at you. Not today. Not today.
So Legends Pizza, good to see to you. Good to see you. Got uh, Paul Coffey, Christian McCaffrey eating today. He might have been left out there for a few too many unnecessary bites, if you don't mind me saying. Uh, he could have come out of this game before he did. But look, Kyle wants to get guys excited about the year, put up some big gaudy numbers. And Christian McCaffrey, he did that today. 22 carries. Uh, let's see. Elijah Mitchell had five carries. Purdy had three scrambles for 21 yards, including an 18-yard run, which, again, he came up smiling and pointing first down like red cashing. And uh, that was just it was A-plus football. It was uh, the problems on the line of scrimmage that you saw throughout the entire preseason – it kind of went away, and that's even with an afternoon where Colt McKivitz was struggling one-on-one -on -one with T.J. Watt. But overall, the offensive line had a good day. Certainly in the running game, felt like they had a great day at times. And look, how often do you say this about any Mike Tomlin team, about any Pittsburgh Steelers team? They got outworked. They got out physical. Here's a sentence that hasn't been said often throughout NFL history. The Pittsburgh Steelers got their asses handed to them today. They did. They did. Over 200 people in the room right now. It is wonderful to have you here. If you are new, please hit subscribe. Hit the notify button. That way you'll know we're going live at the two-minute warning all season long. Let me tell you right now, tomorrow morning, it's going to be called 49ers Wake Up. Me and Larry Kruger are going to be simulcasting on our channels together for the single best day after 49er reaction morning show you're going to find anywhere. Kruger and I are going to be kicking much ass together on a Monday morning starting at 8.30 West Coast time. And I want to again promote the fact that if you're looking for winners... I want you to look at bottomlinebets.com. My man, Stefan, pulling winners out, cash and winning checks already this afternoon in Vegas. And look, if you're looking for somewhere to play these bets from one of the hottest handicappers in Las Vegas, offering daily, weekly, monthly subscriptions over on bottomlinebets.com, you can go to mybookie.ag. To place your bets, that's offshore, baby. You're not going to run into any California can't do that particulars over there. Use promo code Damon when you sign up. Um, you will get 50% off or 50% tacked on to your deposit up to $1,000. So there you go. Mr. Flanders is in the room. Hello, Chuck. Good to see you, pal. Thank you for joining the room. Uh, what do we got here? Niner Empire 101, first mover advantage with a two-minute warning start time. It's kind of like I know what I'm doing, isn't it? I mean, we when Jillian and I started the Plus, we knew just enough to be dangerous. Now we might actually be a little dangerous. How about that? Bamboo Soldier saying, Berkeley in the house. Welcome, Bamboo Soldier. Uh, is there a Bosa sandwich out there? I don't know. Drake Jackson was serving pancakes. I mean, he was getting to Kenny Pickett today. Drake Jackson, welcome to year two, kid. Wow. Very impressive. Career high three sack afternoon from him. Hola from Brazil. Julio Alameda. Oi, tutu bang. Hello, Brazil. Good to see you in the house, Brazil. Really, really is. Speaking of Brazil, 
Larry and I are going to have a little Brazilian-based sponsor tomorrow. No, it won't be bikini waxes. Asahi bowls. I still need to learn how to say that the right way. Palmetto Superfoods is going to be the exclusive sponsor of the Damon Bruce Larry Kruger Monday show. You'll learn an awful lot more about them tomorrow. But I actually ate something healthy this weekend, and I loved it. It was delicious. We'll have more on that in just a little bit. Um, if you spent the last few years, or few months, I should say, worrying about who the backup quarterback, the third-string quarterback was going to be, what you saw today was that's nonsense. That's created media hype for people looking for attention. If you're looking for someone who understands how football teams actually think, work, and operate, welcome. It's wonderful to have you here today. Um, this is what matters. The regular season is what matters. A regular season, which, by the way, was dotted with the 49ers somehow with all this talent on their roster, having the most amount of cap space in the NFL. Did you see those rejiggered contracts yesterday? Come on. It's like this team is full of guys who sort of know what they're doing. But, man, I don't know if that gets a lot of clicks. I don't know if that's going to get the outrage machine all ginned up and paying attention to me. And when you got no real information to sell, outrage is an easy sales pitch. People love to buy outrage. What we're going to do here is react to things actually happening in front of our eyes, and we can see and we can recognize. What we're recognizing is that the 49ers are billed as a serious contender this year. And after four quarters of football, you would be nuts to consider them anything less. That was a full-on ass-kicking of a Steelers team, which honestly had guys peeling themselves up off the turf today. The 49ers didn't just beat the Steelers. They beat the Steelers up. I wouldn't be surprised if the Pittsburgh Steelers actually figured it out along the way and still had a pretty decent season when it was all said and done. Kenny Pickett, no great showing today. Najee Harris, no great showing today. Allen Robinson, Deontay Johnson, who got hurt. Uh, George Pickens, no one was outstanding. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict right now, you're not going to see a lot of outstanding afternoons of offensive football against the 49ers this year. They're going to let go of the rope. Someone's going to come on out and flat on, flat out kick the 49ers' ass this year. It's how the league is built. It, it's just how this league works. The best team in football is really only about this much better than the worst team in this league. This is big boy shit. This is big boy competitive sports. Let me tell you. The 49ers, after week one, Look like one of the big boys on the block to be taken seriously. I've had people tell me, Damon, you're out of your mind. Debo Samuel's the best wide receiver on this team. I don't think he is. Debo Samuel might be one of the better playmakers on this team, but the best wide receiver on this team, WR1, that's Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk today. What route running he showed you. What an incredible catch he had in the end zone for his second touchdown of the afternoon. He was blanketed by Patrick Peterson. 
It was a back shoulder throw that he adjusted to with a cornerback right here in his face. I mean, this is where Patrick Peterson was. He was, he, no, excuse me, he was here. Was he here? Was he here? He was right here. And Ayuk still made an incredible play, an incredible catch. CW says, Damon, I don't know about the play of the day. That Purdy to Ayuk pass was a perfect throw. It was great. It was great, but I'm still going to give Christian McCaffrey and that downfield blocking, which was Brandon Ayuk was seriously involved in that, as was Ray Ray McLeod, who I just thought did a, did a hell of a job reading the body language of the guy that he was about to try to block so he didn't get called for clipping or a block in the back or anything like that. That was just uh, an outstanding moment of football experience and knowledge being express, expressed by someone who knows what they're doing. You know, how often do we say Ray Ray McLeod? It's a really smart football player. He returns punts mostly and runs really fast. We don't attribute football smarts to Ray Ray McLeod. Fair or foul, it's just the truth. I haven't heard a single segment, not read a single paragraph about how smart of a football player Ray Ray McLeod is. On that play, he's Albert fucking Einstein. He was awesome. Sporticus. Sportic is saying Matt Canada, maximum predictability. Oh, and how did I wait this long? We have achieved maximum football. Yeah, you got it. You got it. So, so shout out to San Bruno Mike. Yeah, San Bruno Mike. He's one of us, but he's a Steeler fan. He had a rough day today. Daniel Marte, first jingle jangle of the entire football season. Thank you very much, Daniel. Little uh, little, little $2 getting thrown into the ganja jar with a request. Can we trade for a right tackle as soon as possible? Here's the thing. But for three, you got your ass handed to you. T.J. Watt plays, and T.J. Watt makes a living based on hand and right tackles their asses. I'm not down on Colton McKivitz. I thought the bigger mistake wasn't necessarily the way that McKivitz played, but the fact that Kyle just left him out on an island when he saw that he wasn't having a particularly good afternoon. Like, go ahead and get your boy some help. Leave Kittle in there. Use use check to throw a chip on that guy. You need some help blocking T.J. Watt to ask any tackle. To even ask Trent Williams just to go straight up, straight up against T.J. Watt. That's a long afternoon. Wayne, what an impressive win by the 49ers. Happy Sunday to everyone here on the Plus. Happy Sunday indeed. Bang, bang, Niner gang from Allison. That's how we show the league who we are. Allison, that was a statement. I mean, how, how much of a statement can you make in week one? It is the understatement of the year to say that there is a, a lot of football left to be played. Whew. That was a statement, though. It was. Hugh Josky Bear had to watch from a hospital bed. A definite night spot from the last few days. Dude, I'm sorry you're in the hospital, man. Cal football in the hospital after losing to Auburn last night. Rockin' New Era 84. Drake Jackson been eating Ikes in that offseason. 
days. Here, bro. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. That was an impressive start. There's just no way around it. That was incredible. Incredible beginning to a football season for a team that has the highest of aspirations. The highest of possible aspirations. Here's where the 49ers year really begins, right? The 49ers season begins this year in the NFC title game. That is the floor. This year better end up in the NFC title game. You better be hosting it for goodness sakes. And then go to the Super Bowl and try to win that. I mean, that's it. There's really, it's a two-step process. Get to the NFC title game, win the Super Bowl. That's how the 49ers are being judged this year. There is massive expectation, massive weight on everyone's shoulders. Today, they carried that weight. Jarrell, thank you so much, saying 49ers are back playing and it's Damon's time to shine. Post-game and Damon is back, man. It's been about a decade since I've been able to hop on right after a 49ers game and give it to you post-game style. It is going to be a very fun football season. There is no doubt. This is about to be a hell of a ride. I hope that this is going to be a hell of a show. And what I would love for you to do is get to here, get to the Palouse, Every Sunday at the two-minute warning, we're going to be going live. And I'd love you to go ahead and help me by helping my sponsors. Go to BottomLineBets.com right now. Sign up with my man, Stefan, for daily, weekly, monthly handicapping advice. That's what you're going to get from BottomLineBets.com. Daryl Anthony says, thanks for the shout-out, Damon. Longtime listener from SportsPhone 680 Days. That's some OG right there, Daryl. And thank you for being here. Uh, lots of people coming in that I have not seen before. Chris Hansen. Oh, my goodness. Sit right down over there. Chris Hansen wants to talk to us. Uh, BA, wide open, all game long. My man, Sportacus, the year of Ayuk has commenced. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk was on it today. He was on it. And this game, G. Martinez, you're right, surgical. Surgical. Philip Don Michael Johnson Thomas, go Miami Vice. That second Purdy touchdown to Ayuk with Peterson draped all over him felt personal. You didn't really hear from Peterson after that. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Uh, Patrick Peterson did not get the interception that he predicted. No, he did not. Brandon Carpenter, preseason is a joke. Look, preseason is just working out the kinks to try to take anything you see in the preseason and apply that as, well, there's no way that changes between now and the beginning of the year. That's what's ridiculous. That's what's ridiculous. Jingle, jangle, thank you, Drew. Kyle might want to help McKivitz against elite edges. Hey, you know what? Every player in this league need some help against elite edges out there. There's some studs playing defensive end, pass rusher, outside linebacker in this league. It's You had two of the best in the world out there today. Didn't get a lot out of Nick Bosa. Couldn't really expect a lot after him sitting out the entirety of training camp. Here's the thing. Did he come in in great shape? Absolutely. Bosa came in in fantastic shape, but you can't be in football shape. 
Only football gets you into football shape. He'll be he'll be even better next week in LA. What a day. What a day for Drake Jackson, though. How's Trent Williams doing? He's doing very, very well, and he's one of the best players at his entire position in the league. So that's the expectation of him. Colton McKivitz is someone who's got a lot to show, got a lot to prove. You know, the only real flaw in Brock Purdy's game this afternoon was he let go of the ball a couple of times, swatted right out of his hand for sure. But uh, two fumbles out of Brock Purdy. Don't want to see that. There's a you know something to coach for Kyle this week. Don't fumble. But he had fun today. He had fun today. When's the last time you walked away from a 49ers football game saying, yeah, the quarterback had fun playing for Kyle? Playing quarterback for Kyle is a bear of an ask. We've seen guys, you know, We've seen so many different guys and names and come through and this is supposed to happen and it doesn't. And what Brock Purdy looked as good today as any 49er quarterback I have seen play since I've covered this football team. The way that he had some of his escapes, his rollouts, his rolling away from now. There's a few plays where he didn't feel that pocket collapsing. And again, experience is gonna go. What was today his like 10th football game? His 10th NFL game, whatever it is, I mean, this guy has not played very much, and he looks so comfortable. He looks so seasoned. There's a reason why Trey Lance got turned into ain't going to need him, and it's got nothing to do with what Trey Lance might be. It has an awful lot to do with what Brock Purdy is. and What Brock Purdy is today, he was good. Did you hear... As uh, I think it was the first commercial break of the afternoon, they played a little Smash Mouth, a little tribute to a uh, huge Bay Area fan, uh, Bay Area sports fan. Got my man right here, Mike Honey, just putting a $5 spot on it. Thank you very much. It goes right in the ganja jar, Mike. Appreciate that very, very much. It's a great afternoon for the San Francisco 49ers. Steve P says, get Radnich. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know what he would bring to the table. Paul, can we talk about that Wisnowski run? Didn't mean anything, but your boy had some wheels. He did. He did. And I'll tell you what, today after Mitch Wisnowski uh, had a eh, preseason, he was outstanding today. Oh, speaking of the kicking game, like we all came into this afternoon saying one of your biggest concerns is that rookie kicker, Jake Moody. Jake Moody was perfect today. Drilled every single point after touchdown, three for three from field goal. Jake Moody, welcome to the team, kid. Keep that up. You, you know, we'll be making Robbie Gold jokes before it's all said and done. Scott saying, hey, give Ayuk the bag right now. Ayuk is going to get a big bag of money. There is no doubt. Alex in the ATL says, Damon, looks like a lot of analysts overestimated the Steelers this week. How about them Niners? Well, I mean, I, I think that that is, it's fair based on what we've seen. But I also think the Steelers are going to end up being a lot better than what you saw today. The 49ers are going to give a lot of quarterbacks trouble. Young quarterbacks like Kenny Pickett 
extra trouble. Young quarterbacks that don't have much time because the offensive line didn't play well, that's extra, extra trouble against this 49ers team. And there wasn't a moment where the Steelers were comfortable at home. Drake Jackson's girlfriend is Samoan. That's my dude. I I did not know that. That's good Drake Jackson information. Thank you very much. Indiana Jim says uh, Bosa was getting held all game long. Bosa does get held all game long. He does. He gets held all game long. Wayne, impressive win by the Niners today. Much love to the plus from SFO. That's right. Wayne is up in that tower at SFO getting it done. Ike is saying, I'm working on Kittle. Haven't met Bosa yet. Matt Smith. Hello from England. Bang, bang. Maddie, welcome. Subscribe, like, notify. It is good to see you. Yeah, Leslie, you're right. How about that IU pancake blocking for the run? Uh, dude, that was that was wide receiver run blocking pornography. It really was. The morning after with Damon and Larry. Yeah, 49ers wake up Monday, 8:30. Be there. It's gonna be a monster. 49ers were a monster today. An absolute monster today. Uncle Boys, a domination sensation. Yeah, that's without a doubt the way our good friend Tim Roy would uh would have sat would have would have would have summed this up today. That was fantastic. So big worry point, Jake Moody, nothing to worry about this afternoon. If you were worried a little bit about um, how Brock Purdy would look coming off of that shoulder, the, the, the elbow surgery, you you know, you had a right to. Uh, he looked fantastic today. Nothing to really worry about there. Uh, on a day where it looks so easy, it's hard to sit around and talk about, you know, what you saw defensively because it looked like the Steelers just weren't ready to compete. But one of the reasons they weren't ready to compete is because the 49ers were out there knocking the shit out of them all game long. Fred Warner blew up Najee Harris in a way early in this game that makes a running back think about the career choices that brought him to this moment in his life. Oh, I mean, Fred Warner just lit him up. You had Mooney Ward looking at the easiest reception he's going to see all season. 49ers. Um, it got the benefit of the Steelers wide receiver slipping right at the top of his route. And Mooney essentially became the primary receiver once the Steelers player went down. And that was an easy interception for him. Talanoa Hufanga. Look at Talanoa Hufanga out there playing like he's playing rugby, trying to lateral the ball. I love that. I love the aggressiveness. I really did. That was fantastic. Talanoa Hufanga. It was a forward pass, though. It was a forward pass. Matthew Crook says, here's the tell Patrick Peterson saw. 
tell him we're going to beat the Steelers' ass. <laughs> yeah, he, well, he knows now. He knows now. Look, Patrick Peterson isn't a bad player. He's actually playing better than most 33-year-old corners can probably be expected to play. But this is where the 49ers felt like they had an advantage in that Steelers secondary. And that's where the advantage was this afternoon. It really was. It really was. Joey Porter Jr. and Patrick Peterson, you got one too old, one too young, and it didn't look great. It didn't look great at all. Can Philip Don Michael Johnson Thomas says, uh, essentially what happened today is the 49ers busted down the Steelers' front door, kicked them in the balls, and ate their cornflakes. You know, I wasn't thinking about summing it up that way, but you're right. You're, you're completely right. Um, if you are convinced that the 49ers are the kind of team that can do this more often than not, you're going to want to go ahead and check in with my man Stefan over at BottomLineBets.com with daily, weekly, and monthly subscriptions available to you as he's offering up winning handicapping advice. Winning handicapping advice. My man is on a heater. And if you want to get on that same heater, if you want to be cashing winning tickets, check out BottomLineBets.com. Um, if you're looking for someone to be you know, at the center of your tout service as your handicapper, don't just sell me the pick. Play it yourself. My man Stefan is already cashing winning tickets today because he's not just laying it, he's playing it. Check out BottomLineBets.com. BottomLineBets.com. Check it out. That was just an outstanding, outstanding afternoon. Matthew saying, Ayuk murdered that corner on that huge run by Christian McCaffrey. He did. I mean, he straight up like Trent Williams level pancake blocked the dude. Skills report saying D. Bruce very happy. Extra points and field goals. Yeah. We were ready with pitchforks up in the 707. No pitchforks needed. No pitchforks needed. Look, Jake Moody should never be intimidated kicking in front of a big crowd. He kicked it in Michigan. That's the biggest crowd you can put on, like, planet football, basically. You know, there's a lot of eyeballs on you when you're the kicker at Michigan. I was surprised he struggled as much as he did in the preseason. He obviously was a little bit hurt. Had a little bit of a, this is all new to me going on about him. But that was uh, that was a great, great debut, a rookie debut from Jake Moody. Again, what are the complaints you have as a 49er fan today? I, I don't even know if it's longer than a list of two things. Number one, Colton McKivitz, rough day. Kyle should have helped him out a little bit more on TJ Watt. Number two, Christian McCaffrey was was playing what I'll call unnecessary football. When you've got Elijah Mitchell, when you've got Mason, you have extra legs to preserve the most important set of legs on the 49ers offensively, and those belong to Christian McCaffrey. You cannot get that guy hurt, dinged, banged up, playing it-doesn't-matter-anymore football. Christian McCaffrey shouldn't be on the field when the game is in hand. Like I said, just, just take his helmet. Hide it on him. Even if Kyle wants to play him, he can't. 
And again, the Colton McKivitt's rough afternoon on TJ Watt, I believe was as much attributed to the offensive scheme, which left him defending TJ Watt one-on-one as it was to his own afternoon. McKivitz did not have a terrible day today. He didn't. He just looked bad on a few plays. It was, you know what it is? That is the uh, Mike McGlinchey. It's the Mike McGlinchey game. He had a Mike McGlinchey game. Played pretty well throughout most of the game, but the low lights were low enough to make you think, oh, no, that's got to get better. It's a rougher afternoon for the 49ers right side of the offensive line. Still pretty good, though. Irwin saying, I agree, Damon, here. McKivitz did decently enough against an A-pass rusher. I mean, he's an A-plus pass rusher. Nobody really slows. All, all you, look at it this way. All, there is no stopping, T.J. Watt. You can only hope to contain him. Sportacus, nobody can stop T.J. Watt one-on-one. Apparently not. Getting back to Jake Moody, what is extra, you know, put another gift in his stocking is that he did it in a on a field that is historically unkind to kickers. Used to be the ketchup bottle, used to be Heinz Field. Tough place to kick. And today, Moody looked good. Wesley Brooks. Wesley, thank you. Damon, back to your roots. Love feels like old day with your Niner post game. Keep killing it, my friend. Go Niners, Wesley. Thank you very, very much. Really appreciate it. You go ahead, click subscribe, click notify, and be here hopefully each and every week at the two-minute warning. Matthew saying, you know what? Aaron Banks is going to be an all-pro this year. He was really good today. He was good today. The 49ers collectively were really good today. There's just no denying it. They were outstanding. They were outstanding across the board. I see my man Otis in here. Good to see you, Otis. Donovan saying uh, Hufanga. He was thinking he was in a rugby match. Absolutely he was. He he was like, hey, let's play some backyard football. He thought he was running an option offense out there. You got to turn that doorknob. You got to make sure that that that's going backwards. It's hard to be running as fast as you humanly can and gauge that lateral the right way. But you got you look, make plays, be aggressive. I loved how aggressive the 49ers were today. And if you're Steve Wilkes, you got to pretty much be in love with the fact that I did the 49ers run a single blitz all day. I don't think they blitzed a safety today. Maybe a linebacker came at one point in time, but it was a straight-up defensive afternoon for the 49ers, and look at what they just did. Look at how good they were playing just straight-up football. Smash mouth. Smash mouth. Not just a band. Rest in peace but a style of football that the 49ers had going for them all afternoon. Plusers, get live, stay live. Love the enthusiasm. I love the enthusiasm too. It is really good to be back here. 
talking to 49ers fans as soon as the game ends. I mean, that's how I cut my teeth in this town. And um, again, I, I, I've been talking to 49ers fans as much as any human being in the world for the past 18 years. I would say the other guy who would qualify for that would be Larry Kruger, which is why the both of us invite you to join us Monday morning, 8.30 a.m., anytime the 49ers play. Larry and I are going to be going at it at 8, 8.30 in the morning, the very next morning, and we are going to have what is nothing short of the best morning show coming out of the Bay Area when it comes to the 49ers. That's what we got, and we're going to be brought to you by Palmetto Superfoods, which we're very excited to officially welcome tomorrow as an exclusive sponsor to the day after 49ers wake-up show that Larry Kruger and I are going to be hosting. I will be helping him promote that when I jump over on his channel for a little post-game. It's great to have you in here for a little post-game today. means an awful lot that you would choose to come on back, and we're going to have ourselves a monster football season together. Uh, Dan says, Dan Rockins, that scramble juke and rush was nice. The rollout and dodge of the sack was to, and then the hit the Debo was really nice. Look, Brock Purdy showed you why today Kyle Shanahan has faith in him. There's a reason why Kyle is comfortable with that guy. And that's because he looks like the real deal. I mean, there's no other way to say it. Not every day this year is going to be an easy, as easy as it was. This league is designed to be very difficult on quarterbacks. There will be a difficult day for Brock Purdy. There will be a two or three interception afternoon at some point in time for Brock Purdy, probably down the road this year, because that's just how the NFL works. It ain't going to be perfect. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he's out there throwing an interception on opening night, right? If, if Patrick Mahomes can be subjected to throwing an interception, it's probably not above and beyond anybody, right? Today, in the vacuum of today, that was borderline perfect. Garoppolo almost got murked. I don't know. I do. Uh, what have I got here? I got steel. I got. Um, I got Rams Seahawks on here. Have we got. Uh, let me change the station. I, I will check out what the Raiders are doing. What's going on in this Raiders game? Raiders and Broncos, right? You're telling me Jimmy's about to get murked. Okay, what, what the hell's going on? Uh, hey, for a guy who's getting murked, he's leading right now. Seven to six. Touchdown, Broncos. Wait, they missed the point after? I just tuned in. I'm, I'm a little busy right now hosting another show. Brought to you. By BottomLineBets.com, check out my man Stefan offering great winning handicapping advice. Go to his website, check it out today. Daily, weekly, monthly, yearly subscriptions available to you. He's got winner, winner, chicken dinner all year long. Sean Payton tried to pull off an onside kick. What a jackass. I mean, I don't look, get aggressive. The man did it and got away with it in a Super Bowl, for goodness sakes. Catching teams off guard is what good coaches try to do. You know, just because something doesn't work doesn't mean it was a bad idea. Although it's easy to see the result not go your way and you're like, that's a bad idea. 
Everyone's a genius after the play. Golden State Lakota. Drake Saxon, Damon. Drake Saxon. Very nice. Three today for the second-year player out of USC. David Choi. Ring-a-ding-ding. Jingle-jangle. Coming from David. Thank you very much for the super chat. David, glad Jake Moody showed up. I am too. He's got to be really happy with the way that he played today. Um, Everything you want out of your... How about this? What would you like your kicker today? I'd like him to do everything I need a kicker to do, which is really simple. Hit all your kicks. Whether they be point-after touchdowns or field goals, you do it. He did it. He did it. Drake Jackson was the best defensive line player on the field today. He was outstanding. TJ Watt was outstanding. I'll tell you who I thought had a really good day today, too. Had a really good day today. Cleland Farrell. He was creating a lot of pressure out there. I thought Farrell had a really good game today. Looking at what we got here, uh, Jimmy must have done something crazy. I got an, oh, shit, Jimmy. I, I don't know. Look at it this way. Don't need to worry about that guy. Don't need to worry about that guy anymore. What a day for the 49ers. As complete a week one win as not we've just seen in the Kyle Shanahan era, but really any season that I can think back on. I mean, I don't remember every single opening game of every year I've been around this team. There's been so many of them. We're in year 18 now, but you can't do better than that. Like, you cannot have a better afternoon. And if we're being real honest about the final score of this football game, 30-7 to was very close to being 30 to nothing. But for the out-of-bounds unnecessary roughness hit on Diamador Lenore that was called at the end of the first half when the Steelers put their only scoring drive together of the afternoon. I mean, Diamador Lenore handed the Steelers one of their biggest chunk plays with that penalty of the afternoon. I don't know if the Steelers keep momentum going for a late-in-the-first-half touchdown drive, but for that play which means, you know, the Niners are really close to operating on the level of a shutout this afternoon. And shutting out a, an NFL team at home, that's hard to do. That is really, really hard to do. Pern. Pern Amore. What were the Steelers doing at 49ers practice? I don't I don't know. Oh, 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 it was like a practice day, like a joint session. I get it. Uh Bosa was held all game. He gets hair. Th that's the thing. If I were an offensive line coach, I would simply instruct whoever is guarding Nick Bosa, grab, hold, do it all afternoon. They can't call you for holding every play of the afternoon. No official has the balls to do that anywhere in this league. So this is very much how the Legion of Boom operated with Richard Sherman and the best of the Seahawks. They basically hand-fought, pass interference, 
every fucking play. And it was like, we dare you to call it every single play. We dare you to call it every single play. It's how a very good uh, Seahawks defense got away with murder for about a half a decade. And it is clearly being implemented on Nick Bosa. Hold him, grab him by his goddamn face mask if you have to. That's what that's what we're seeing teams do. That's what we've seen teams do against Nick Bosa now for four years. And they're going to continue to have to do that. You want to talk unblockable? Pretty unblockable. And today, because, you know, he hadn't played football since the NFC title game, he looked a little bit more blockable than he normally looks. Can't wait to see him. England. Damon, the plus is spread worldwide. Oh, we're global. I mean, that's the thing. Um, I, I know that 95-7, the game signal starts to peter out in South San Francisco. Uh, the internet reaches every corner of the globe. So it's really exciting to be here. It's great to have you here. Thank you for supporting me. This new venture, something I was thrown into. It's where I want to be now. I mean, it's it's an awful lot of fun to watch this all grow, watch it get bigger organically, watch bigger crowds come in now that football season is back. And here's the deal. Today is the first post-game show of what will be years to come of post-game show from yours truly. I can't wait to see what the Palouse looks like in our third season of football together down the road in 2020, what is that going to be, 2026? I can't wait to see what kind of how many people are in the room come 2026. It's a slow build. It's a slow build. Donovan saying Plus is huge. K-pop, baby. Absolutely. Isn't there a huge uh K-pop artist named IU? Go Hoosiers. Right there, right, right there. Go Hoosiers. Go IU. I mean, the fact that I know that's kind of amazing. Blackpink, again, also K-pop. I know that. Vince is saying, it's real simple. Warner set the tone. That hit that he had on Najee Harris was just violent. Violent. It was an outstanding afternoon for this team defensively. Michelle, she is right. Fred Warner is the heart of this defense. He showed out today. I mean, there's a reason why that guy is in the middle of the let's get hyped to play today huddle. Fred Warner is this defense's spirit animal. He is. Talano Hufanga, man, though. Woof. Just out there wrecking dudes, making plays, making tackles. Irwin saying, yeah. Huff tattooed that Steelers receiver. Good clean hit. Right in the end zone. What did he before Fryermuth had the touchdown? Was he the one who got popped in the end zone? He came, he was like, oh, my, my ribs, my heart. By the way, any one of us just getting hit once like that, we'd be in the hospital. I love Talanoa Hufanga. That guy's a player. You could see it right away, man. You could see it right away. That guy was comfortable on a football field. And you know what? You could see it right away with Brock Purdy. Again, Brock Purdy played so well today, there's really not even much to talk about, right? 
He was outstanding. Brock Purdy looked like a nine-year NFL veteran this afternoon. He was 19-29 for 220 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He was sacked three times, finished with a quarterback rating of 111.3. By the way, Kenny Pickett's quarterback rating was 68.4. Brock Purdy added another 21 yards on three scrambles. And he was just in control of every single moment that he was out on that football field. He looked comfortable. He looked in control. He looked like an, it, it, just an ass kicker. He's got great ability to get his way out of trouble by just rolling out of it. He has, uh, again, the outstanding pocket presence is probably a little bit more of an oversell because today I thought there were a few moments where he should have felt the pressure that T.J. Watt was putting on him. He didn't. He got stripped a couple times this afternoon. Kyle needs something to coach between now and that Rams game next Sunday so he can coach up Brock Purdy on a little bit more pocket awareness, but I love the way that he moved around the pocket, quiet feet until they needed to become happy feet, and he happily got himself out of harm's way a few different times today that make you just go, damn, this kid is just comfortable on a football field. Just comfortable. <coughs> Did anyone else think that Heinz Field looks like crap? That's always a uh, a field that isn't, you know, green and lush. They play a lot of games in that stadium. Pitt plays there. High schools play there. That field gets chewed up. So... Part and parcel. Again, we must uh, have people who are watching some red zone here. I am not watching red zone. I got the Raiders Broncos game on in my corner here, but Mac Jones trash. Uh Oh, what's happening with Mac? What is happening with Mac? Donovan says the hot dogs at Levi stadium are too small. Okay. We're we talking about the same thing. Is that a dick joke? I can't. I can't even tell. Uh, Damon, have you planned any other collaborations besides with Larry? Now, Larry and I are going to be doing that Monday show together, and we'll see how much that grows. I can tell you that on Tuesday, I believe this week, David Lombardi is going to stop on by the Plus. We're going to be booking some outstanding guests to get you ready week in, week out. Uh, by the way, I have a show, if you're new here today, a show that starts on um, at 11 a.m., San Francisco time, Monday through Friday. That's where the Plus Nation officially calls home. And we are going to be taking that Monday through Friday act and putting it right back on the internet after every single 49er game. Join me at the two-minute warning and then join Larry and I the day after any 49ers game. This isn't always going to be Monday. Sometimes it's going to be on a Tuesday if they're playing on a Monday night. It's going to be on a Friday if they're playing Friday night. But it's going to be the 49ers wake up starting around 8, 8.30 in the morning. Tomorrow's going to have to be 8.30 because Jillian's off to dream for She's got a busy day, which means I got to get the kids to school. Um, normally it's not Dreamforce in San Francisco, so she will be able to help out with the kids a little bit more on a Monday. But so it's going to be 8.30 Monday morning, D. Bruce, Larry Kruger. What more do you need than that? But yeah, we're going to have some great collaborations this year. 
anything is set in stone with a great, wonderful sponsor like Palmetto Superfoods attached to it? Not yet. But again, we're just 60 minutes into the football season. Let's see what happens, everybody. But Iceman, thank you very much. Oh, speaking of Iceman, you know what Jillian and I did on uh, Friday night? We finally saw Top Gun Maverick. I know I'm really late to the party on this. That's a fun movie. It hits all the nostalgia buttons. I wish I would have seen that one on uh, in IMAX. That was great. Loving post-game and Damon. Thank you very much, El Nino. Greenlaw was all over the field. Greenlaw was out there. Yes, he was, man. He was fantastic. Boy, he plays right on the edge of that might be a flag, doesn't he, though? Greenlaw, whenever I see Greenlaw coming at a runner who is close to the sideline, I think to myself, uh-oh. I think he might have broken a down-and-distance marker, too, the way that he just ragdolled some dude. Paul said it's it's simple. Hufanga had one blitz at the end. That's it? That's it. it didn't feel like we saw, um, you know, Steve Wilkes open up his big bag of I'm coming after you tricks today. They played it straight up. And that's the thing. When you're just playing another team straight up, you're not incorporating an awful lot of razzle-dazzle into your offense. You are not going full-on Blitzburg, Blitz package, and you're just beating the team at the line, man-to-man, -man, all over a football field. That's pretty damn good. That is a good afternoon. I'll, I'll even say it together. That's a great afternoon for the 49ers. I try not to get too over. Look, the secret to doing this right is to never overreact too much to a week one win or overreact too much to a week one loss. There is, this is a big understatement, an awful lot of football left to play this year. But you got to take these things one at a time. And in the vacuum of this afternoon, the 49ers achieved <laughs> Rockin' New Era 84. Damon and Larry, your hangover cure. We will be there for you. We will be there for you. Gina. Yay, Brock. Yeah, I mean, that sums it up, too. It really does. What, what an afternoon. You know, did, did that guy look like he missed an awful lot of an off-season workout program because he was rehabbing a surgically repaired elbow to you? Me neither. Me neither. He looked comfortable. Let me tell you about my man, Stefan, at Bottom Line Bets. If you want to be a little bit more comfortable when you are making some of the bets that you're going to be making this football season, go to BottomLineBets.com. My buddy, Stefan, again, it's a heater, folks. You're going to want to hop on a handicapper when he's on a heater, and my man's on a heater right now. You go ahead, check it out. Weekly, monthly, daily subscriptions available to you. If you are getting serious about making some big plays this year. You're going to want someone who's very serious about making big plays himself because he lives above a casino. My man is Mr. Las Vegas. 
And right now, he is winning, winning, winning. If you want to do a little winning along the way, too, get yourself to bottomlinebets.com and see what my man Stefan has cooked up. Uh, at least three bets a day he goes public with, at least, and again, daily, weekly, monthly subscriptions for you. And if you're looking for a place to lay those bets, it's real simple. Go to mybookie.ag and sign up with promo code Damon over there. You'll be happy that you did because you can make all, I mean, uh, prop bets, individual bets, team props, it's all there, plus a casino. And if you sign up using promo code Damon, you get a $10 casino chip to be used in roulette, baccarat, blackjack. They got all the games. It's a lot of fun. Golden State, Lakota, real simple. Ayuk was putting on a clinic out there. He was more open than Kelsey. He was outstanding today. Let me see. Have I got this right? Eight catches, eight targets, 129 yards, and two touchdowns. What more do you need? What more do you need? Brandon Ayuk's the best wide receiver on this football team. He has been for a couple years now. He's better than Kittle. He's better than Debo. He's an A+. Well, maybe not an A+, not yet, but he's establishing himself certainly on that A line. I think Brandon Ayuk, before this season is over, could very much be regarded as one of the 10 best wide receivers in the league. Pure wide receiver. What is going on here on the chat line? Ted. Ted saying the things that I'm always hesitating to say. He says, hit that like button. Leave a comment later. It goes a long, long way. Thank you, family. Thank you, Ted. Yeah, help that algorithm. Help your boy. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. We're just we're trying to figure it out. I think we're off to a really, really nice start. Certainly the 49ers are off to a really, really nice start. But thank you. Thank you for being a part of today, for being one of the largest crowds that we've had ever live in a room as we've gotten going. Um, and I am imagining that this just grows because I'm seeing it grow by the week, by the show, by the day. It's like compound interest. You know, you turn a nickel into a dime. Yeah, it's good, but it's still not a big difference. You turn a dime into 20 cents. Yeah, it's good. 20 goes into 40, 40 goes into 80, 80 goes into now you got a dollar 60, and it's just compound interest. It keeps going and going and going. Now, 49ers defensive line kept going and going and going. Bosa being held all game. It certainly opens it up for Drake Jackson. It's going to open it up for Drake Jackson. It's going to open it up for Eric Armstead. It's going to open it up for Javon Hargrave. It's going to open it up for Javon Kinlaw. I think I had an extra Javon in there, but you know what I mean. And then Richard Sherman enjoyed a Thanksgiving meal at our 50-yard line. Look, no reason, no reason to bring that up today. Today's a day of good feelings and... Damon, some of these radio stations, it's like 1050 where that signal was like 10 miles. Yeah, I'd, seriously, tell me all about it. That signal did not reach Brazil.
When's the last time a 49ers quarterback oversaw an offense that gets 30 points per game consistently? Indiana Jim. You know, I mean, past performance doesn't really predict future performance. But point totals from this offense that this 49ers defense should have a pretty comfortable time defending all year. Look at it this way. If the 49ers go out and score about 30 points all year long, they're going to win at least 12, 13 football games this year. It's just that simple. They got enough of a defense to where you're never going to be able to count it out. And if they get real offensive productions, they, they it's going to be straight up 49ers-Eagles-NFC title game part two electric boogaloo. It really feels that way. The, the Niners looked outstanding today. Day says, I like Ufanga, but he takes some big gambles that could be costly. Hey, woulda, coulda, shoulda, right? No gambles today were costly. He's out there looking to wreck shop, man. I like the way he plays. I like my wildly aggressive safeties, wildly aggressive. Now, yeah, you got to be the last line of defense. Something goes wrong. You don't want to be in front of the play, but man, that was, uh, that's a hell of a player. I find very little to complain about when I'm looking at Talanoa Hufanga. Days again says the Niners were up 20 to nothing. They gave up a score in the two minute drill just before the half. We can't do that against the Eagles or teams that are top tier. You know, again, we'll, we'll worry about that when it starts to happen, right? We'll worry about that later. But yeah, that was an inglorious moment for an, an afternoon otherwise cloaked in an awful lot of glory for the 49ers defense. But that was that that's something that, believe me, Steve Wilkes is going to be going over. Diamador Lenore doesn't get a personal foul with a late hit out of bounds. I don't know if that drive continues to get to the red zone, continues to march. Again, there was a very the, the 49ers came close to shutting out the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. That's how good they were today. Maverick was lit, Damon. Maverick was lit. Top gun too. It was good. It was good. All right, a lot of love for Top Gun here. We've reached that portion of the text line. We got people talking about pineapple on pizza. Nothing then, you know, okay, like whatever. You know. Use whatever pronoun you want. Enjoy whatever pizza topping floats your boat. I'm not here to tell you that you're getting your preferences wrong. But I am here to tell you that if you like pineapple on your pizza, you were raised by wolves who know nothing of culinary excellence. <laughs> uh, it's okay. That's the thing. Like a, a one slice of Hawaiian pizza is enough, isn't it? I've never looked at a slice of pepperoni or a single slice of sausage and said, one's enough. It's like the... Uh, it's like the Pisco Sours of pizza slices. One's enough. One's enough. You have more than one. You're going to have too many egg whites in your belly, and you're going to want to get 
You're going to want to get sick. You saw Kyle Shanahan trust his quarterback today. You saw Kyle Shanahan, what he can do as an offensive mastermind with an awful lot of time to prepare for an opponent. He was awesome. Kyle had a great day. His offense had a great day. His quarterback had a great day. His number one wide receiver had a great day. His, his, his offensive line had a very good day. His running back, A+. Plus. You know, when you, when, you, when you draw it up, when Kyle draws it up, he hopes that it turns out like today turned out. Really good day of football. Really, really good day of football. Skills report, jingle jangling me, little super chatting. I ate too much today. Here's some cash. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate the support. Thank you very much for supporting what we're doing over here on the Plus. Thank you for being here for a little post-game in Damon. We're going to be here at the two-minute warning all season long. Larry Kruger and I all season long with a morning after 49ers football games. 49ers wake up is what we're calling it. Brought to you by Palmetto Superfoods. We will tell you more about them tomorrow, but we are thrilled to have an outstanding sponsor with an outstanding product. <coughs> And they're growing ambitiously, as are Larry and I. We're growing boys. The Paperboy from the, mu from the movie with John Cusack, Better Off Dead, I Want My Two Dollars. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me. Hold on. Maximum the Shaw. How about Hargrave? Grave digger. He moved some meat around. He did, man. He's a he's a pile mover. And you know who I also thought had a pretty good day today? You didn't hear his name an awful lot. You didn't say it. But if you're watching on the inside, uh, one of the reasons why we had an uncomfortable Steelers quarterback all afternoon was Javon Kinlaw had a good day inside today. Uh, we saw, we saw. I, I thought uh, Eric Armstead. Have a pretty good day today pushing a line. I mean, the, look, the, the 49ers won the line of scrimmage, and they didn't win the line of scrimmage by a little. They won it by a lot. Iceman saying, uh, did you watch Top Gun with Ratto? No, I, I watched it with my wife. She loved the, uh, the oiled-up beach football scene. She loved it. I didn't like it. I, I'm literally sitting there stuffing my mouth full of popcorn. You got these dudes just ripped, all oiled up on the beach. The, it, I, I got to tell you, though, that was a scene in Top Gun Maverick that was obviously looking to pay, uh, pay tribute to the beach volleyball scene or the sandpit volleyball scene from the original Top Gun. From an oiled-up dude's standpoint... 
kind of hit the mark, but for just a blatant homoeroticism standpoint, I thought it missed the mark. It wasn't half as gay as the volleyball scene was, but I guess maybe that's just the nature of football. Ike is saying, hey, get that Top Gun Sando too. Top Gun Sando at Ike's. Indeed. He's like, why are we arguing over pineapple? Exactly. I mean, here's the thing. Whatever you want, right? Whatever you want to do, whatever you like, go ahead and do it. <coughs> as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else, right? Ooh, I'm getting a little dry spot in the back of the throat there. Again, sip of the day. It's just water, so we can't celebrate it. AJ Cruz saying, Damon, we're a weird bunch. Here's $2.34. Thank you. Thank you very much for the super chat. $2.34. Look at it this way. If everybody watching today left $2.34, who could complain about that? Who could possibly complain about that? Damon getting high. No, not high. Not here. Not not high. Not yet. Maybe later. How about this? Ike says, I'm about to make some food videos in Manhattan Beach at his Ike's restaurant in Manhattan Beach. Anyone who is around Manhattan Beach in L.A. who happens to be watching this, if you're around, drop the D. Bruce plus name and i will personally feed you outstanding ike outstanding leslie i think talking about talanoa hufanga says high risk high reward as a player yeah that's that's who he is that is who he is roll that blunt d i'm, dude, I'm not smoking I'm not smoking, but the ganja jar. Ganja jar is filling up. Thanks to uh, $2.34 donations. <laughs> Daryl again, cheers to the pivot, Damon. Well, thank you very much. Uh, the pivot wouldn't mean anything unless you came along with me. And I appreciate you all coming along with me. I appreciate you being, being here today. I appreciate you coming on in at the two-minute warning, giving me one of my larger audiences than I've had for any live show I've done, either Monday through Friday or after any Warrior game or anywhere during a playoffs for the Warriors. This is a really good show today. I can't wait to see some of the returns, some of the numbers, and I really can't wait to see where it grows. I don't know what our audiences today but it'll be double this certainly by the time we're at the end of the football season i'm so excited to be partnering up for the monday morning show with larry krueger larry is just killing it you know he had about a year head start on me and he's getting like a million views a month my man is growing and exploding in ways that i look at i'm inspired by and uh And it's great to be here. 
it's really great to be here. We don't have to wait till the game is over before we start doing post-game. If that's not the new law of the land, I don't know what is. It's not like I got to wait through all these commercials to get played before I can just start telling you what's on my mind about the game that we just all watched together. We can just get right to it. And you can consume it whenever you want, whenever it's easy for you. If you want to make your weekly gambling easier for you, go ahead and employ one of the hottest handicappers in all of Las Vegas, my man Stefan over at BottomLineBets.com. BottomLineBets.com. Sign up. Check out his website today. Go ahead. Get yourself daily, weekly, monthly subscriptions to great advice from a hell of a handicapper who is on a heater. You know, it's gambling. Results are never guaranteed, but you want to ride a hot hand when someone has one. And my man right now is the human torch with his gambling hand. And everyone wants to be hot going into early weeks of college football, early weeks of the NFL. Now's a great time to sign up. Now's a great time to sign up for mybookie.ag as well. Use promo code Damon there. You'll be happy you did. Again, if 20 of you, if 20 of you sign up for mybookie.ag using promo code Damon, I'm not going to have trouble paying my mortgage this year. I mean, that's that you want to support the show, you want to support me, support the growth, support my sponsors, support my man Stefan, bottom line bets, support mybookie.ag using promo code Damon. Support Palmetto Superfoods, who Larry and I are going to tell you all about tomorrow when we do a combined broadcast, I believe, across both of our channels. Larry and I are going to do a little sound check tonight, but we think we got a way to do that. And if not, we're going to go over on his channel because he's got the greater reach and we want to serve our sponsors well because that's the business we're in. We're in the business of taking care of those who are taking care of us, and we're in the business of building what I hope to be the smartest best 49ers community you can find anywhere where we're not breathlessly trying to look for attention, screaming about training camp interceptions, but we're actually talking about the real football that matters, which only happens when you get to the regular season. These are good times. VIP Patel says, Damon, what do you make of this cap space news? Well, here's the thing. We're going to need the particulars on Nick Bosa's contract to see what really this cap space looks like. Um, does this cap space need to be used on Bosa to front load that contract that he's on? Is this cap space now in reserve to make sure you can bring back a player like Brandon Ayuk? Is this cap space about to be used to get better at right tackle? Probably a little bit too late into the game that is now happening everywhere. Look at it this way. If you wanted a great right tackle after week one is rarely the time you're going to find that. So I would just roll with Colton, Colton McKivitz and hope that he really turns into something after his first gargantuan year of responsibility as an offensive lineman in this league. I like Colton McKivitz. I think he's going to get better than he was today. And again, today is about the single hardest matchup he's going to have all year. TJ Watt was the highest paid defensive player in football 
for a minute there, right, as an edge rusher than Nick Bosa for a minute there. T.J. Watt's a total stud, a total stud. Someone here is saying, you know, uh, other guys aren't going to have any drama to sell. Look, we don't sell drama. We sell football over here. Football and its actual results are dramatic enough. You don't need to create controversy and stories and all these bullshit hypothetical questions, which are going to what? Make those phones start ringing and it'll help us get through this show that is designed to be four hours, therefore too long. Four hours is too long for any. There is no four-hour attention span these days. Gone with the wind didn't even take four hours. By the way, Larry and I are probably going to go about four hours tomorrow. <laughs> Who knows? I, w I wouldn't put it past us. Damon, the plus sign needs to be on a timer when you go live. Unfortunately, the plus sign has burnt out. We can't fix it, and we can't exactly order one that fits perfectly there, so it's just kind of there on the list of things we need to get right. It doesn't hold much of a priority position. My mom will tell me though, when Jack's ladybug falls down, she'd be like, you need to get that kid's art back up on the plus sign. And hopefully we've made Linda happy. Put the ganja jar back. Vince Vargas, little super chatting. Wishnowski pinning the Steelers on their own end with those directional punts. Key as well. Shout out to the punter. Yeah. I mean, special teams was earmarked as a huge concern going into week one. Not only did you have the stress of a rookie kicker and Jake Moody, but Wisnowski did not look particularly good in the preseason. Kunk, uh, punt coverage, kick coverage never really looked outstanding. Today it all worked. Today it worked. Maui strong, Niner strong, Niner kicks. We love you, Maui. Absolutely. What a sad, sad tale that is. So, uh, yeah, we got love for you, Maui. No doubt about it. Randy Daytona. Drake was like, training camp is where we really bond. Is that a knock at the baby cut? I don't know. I don't know what the baby cut. I don't know what was. Is that supposed to be? What is it? Is that supposed to be a knock at Bosa? There is absolutely no way Drake Jackson has taken any shots at Nick Bosa. Drake Jackson is looking at Nick Bosa's entire career and saying, I want one of those, please. He had himself a Nick Bosa game, though. Three sacks today. Three sacks today. Robert, $2.34. Thank you very much, D. Bruce. I appreciate that. Jonas, 200 Icelandic Kronos. I don't know what ISK is. I'm guessing that's some sort. I don't know what the ISK conversion to dollars is, but Jonas, I'm going to assume that that is $2.34 as well. I, I don't know. Jonas, thank you very much. I don't know. I have no idea. Icelandic Krones, I don't, I don't even know what an ISK is. Let me, can I look that up? Can I just Google that? It was uh, I-S-K 
uh isk to dollar i oh it, by the way it is a kroner i did get that right so let's see let's uh let's convert this out here since we don't know no way i don't need any pop-up ads over there uh the uh, amount is 200 krone It's $1.50. <laughs> Thank you, Jonas. I that's my favorite dollar fifty of all time. Thank you very much. He's just trying out the super chat. Jonas, flurgan to you. Thank you very, very much. Damon dropping truth bombs. This is what I do. I carpet the world with truth bombing. We're not here to pretend to be cool. We're not here to pretend drama exists in places it really doesn't. We're here to tell you what's actually going on. And what's going on is the 49ers are an excellent football team. And if they stay healthy, they should have an excellent football season. Remember, everyone, results are not guaranteed. Results are not guaranteed. Nothing can be promised. I can't promise you a Super Bowl. All a franchise can do is put itself in position to go compete. The 49ers are in position to go compete. They got a loaded roster. They now have the most cap space in the NFL. What that means to them this year, how it goes about, I we'll, we'll all find out together. But this is a team that is loaded to bear, about to have itself a huge season if the right people stay healthy. AJ Cruz saying, hey, Damon, have Jack create a new plus sign with a light bright. It's actually not a bad idea. It also looked charming as hell to have a light bright behind me. I'd probably get all high as hell and just start playing with the light bright, though. The love from Iceland. We love it. Love it. Thank you very much. Jonas. Jonas, it's my it's my favorite buck fifty I've ever been given in my life. Thank you. True blue forever, forever, ever, forever. Apologizing for my lateness. Oh, you're tardy. But I was keeping up from the links. Hey, hope you hit them straight and sunk your putts. Thank you very much, True Blue Forever. <coughs> Robert saying, uh, Damon's Ralph, let me tell you, Tommy, hey, Tom, Tommy, let me tell you, I went down to San Jose and the San Jose Sharks had us right behind the glass. Me and Tate had a wonderful afternoon. We even went, the, the people in Calgary were wonderful to us. We had a great time. I miss Ralph. I miss Ralph. What a legend he was. Albert saying, this is why I listen to your show, Damon. Well, thank you very much, Albert. I'm glad that you are listening. Glad that you are listening. It means an awful lot to have you here. 
What do we got here? Uh, those who watched on Fox, did your TV glitch right after the game with a reporter repeating a line like seven straight times? Well, look at it this way. I, I had muted everything by then, skills. I was live at the two-minute warning, so I don't know. True Blue forever. Maximum! But by the way, Corey confirming the glitch. Yeah, I had the glitch. Glitching. Damon, you need a call-in option that would make this so much better. I, you know, it's something that I'd love to figure out one day. I'd love to be able to do that. But what we don't have at this particular time is a producer screening calls, lining them up, and I don't have the capability to do that. But I heard it's out there. I'll, I just have to get better at all this. The fact that this show hasn't crashed five times today without Jillian being here is freaking amazing. Damon, what's your favorite Batman animated episode? I have none. Sorry. I, I never got into animated Batman anything. I'm not in. I, I, the only cartoons that are on in my house right now are freaking Paw Patrol. So, yeah, I don't, I don't have that. What I want you to do is have winners this year. Go ahead and check out my man, bottomlinebets.com. Bottom line is we win. Stefan wins. By the way, bottom line, the 49ers won. And what does that mean? It means we're enjoying ourselves right here and now. It means we are going to have ourselves a hell of a show tomorrow. Larry Kruger and I, 49ers wake up getting going at 8.30 in the morning, Monday morning. If you're watching us or listening on the podcast right now, be here back on either Damon Bruce Plus or the Krug Show for that Monday morning simulcast between both of our channels. And make sure you stick around for the show that I'm going to be doing, which will either come in right at 11 or after 11. We're going we're, we're to see how long Larry and I go. But we're going to have a huge audience over there. We're building a big audience here. We're building something, something that's special, something that is actually a community that is coming together. My God, we were talking about things on Friday that got serious. Talking about our friend Michael Urban, U-R-B-A-N. Our friend Michael Urban, sadly, sadly, took his own life. And, you know, we've had a few people say, you know, I, I've gotten depressed at times. I've considered some dark things. And instantly people were reaching out saying, I, 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 I'm here for you. My God, not that I'm an expert in anything other than just shooting the shit with you. But if you're ever reaching a spot, you DM me right away and I will get in touch with you. Let's be here for each other. Let's love each other. I know that's not something we planned on talking about on a football postgame show, but these are the things that we do need to talk about to make sure that we're all taking care of each other and there's a special little community over here. So thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for being inspirational to me. Ralph was a legend. Those interviews with Brian Sabian were gold back in the day. KNBR management did him dirty, but what else is new? Yeah, tell me about it. Tell me about it. Paul says, Damon, AMP can do calls. AMP can do calls, but the problem is when we're doing 
calls on AMP, no one watching could hear that call. So we have to concentrate on the YouTube audience while we're on YouTube. AMP is a little sprinkle on top of the Sunday. We're not even simulcasting this one right now. The deal that I have with AMP is they get the show Monday through Friday. If they want the uh, day after, if they want the postgame show too, they're going to they're gonna have to sign up for that one. We ain't giving this shit away for free, boys and girls. Damon, a maximum football Monday. Maximum. Vince Vargas, Damon's building a bully. I'm trying, baby. Let me tell you. We're going to go over the cap putting this team together. Love for herbs, Paul Coffey. The plus is good for ball. Thank you very, very much. Thank you, thank you. It sure is special. Our international community that we're building together, it is special. True Blue Forever saying, I put my $10 on the floor. You did. You put your $10 in the jar, baby. I thank you so much. Are the 49ers going to add to the roster their season with the cap space that they saved on restructuring Kittle and Williams? Or was it made for B.A. next year? Christian McCaffrey, he changed everything for us midseason last year. It gives them options. And again, I don't know if they need to address any and all options at this particular time. Having a little cap room as a wait-and-see situation that can either be rolled over into IUK or whatever, I don't, I don't know how they're going to go about using it, but I would be careful. I would be careful if I were the 49ers. You know, there is a... There could become a need on this team that you can't identify it right now. You can't, you can't identify it right now. Because it's not a need yet. It might become a need. And so, let's call it a rainy day fund. Philip Don Michael Johnson Thomas, the mayor of Paw Patrol, is an infuriating moron. Okay, back to the night. Yeah, Mayor Humdinger, that son of a bitch. Him and his cadre of cat burglars or whatever he's got around him. He's, you know, Paw Patrol, obviously, it's got to be dogs versus cats on some level. Mayor Humdinger, he's got cats. I know way too much about this. I'll tell you what really drives me nuts is for no reason at all. There's a woman constantly walking around with a chicken named Chicoletta. What the hell do you need a chicken named Chicoletta on a show about puppies and cat? Never fucking Paw Patrol. There you go. True Blue Forever. I got post-game and Damon, the Seacocks game. Boys, pre-game going in my cave right now. Cowboys pre-game. That's right. Cowboys got the Sunday night game. Got a slate of 4 o'clock here. Well, 1 o'clock's our time. There's still, to, to, it took me a while to get out of the 1 o'clock's, 4 o'clock's. Now it's the 10 a.m.'s, the 1 o'clock's. But, yeah, we got a big Cowboys-Giants game coming up later tonight. But 
I'm telling you, I think anyone, I don't know anyone is going to look as good as the 49ers did today. The 49ers had themselves a monster week one. They did it in Pittsburgh on the road, mission accomplished. Everything that needed to go well pretty much did go well. Brock Purdy, a ton of confidence. Christian McCaffrey putting up the first chapter of a season that could spell out Offensive Player of the Year, possible MVP for him. He was outstanding. If anything, my complaint was he played a little too much. Get him out of that game. He is too valuable to the 49ers' long-term plans to be burned in any short-term bullshit at the end of a game that is decided. But that's being really nitpicky. Colton McKivitz, rough day, but that's not an unsalvageable situation. TJ Watt is going to turn a lot of offensive linemen's days into rough days. It's why he's one of the highest-paid players in all of football. TJ Watt, absolute stud. So hopefully, when this is all said and done, when it's all said and done and everyone gets off the plane back in Santa Clara tonight, they're going to have their wounds licked enough to know who need, you know it, who got hurt, who's who's banged up coming out of this one. It doesn't seem like any significant injury was suffered by any Niner today and that alone that alone, right? No significant 49er injury? When's the last time you said that after a 49ers game? It feels like this team is in the business of getting hurt every single day. Not today, though. Nothing that I've seen. Iceman saying, uh, Damon, introduce your son to some real cartoons from the 90s and the 80s. Oh, yeah, we know. So the nice thing about HBO Plus is they got a whole bunch of old Looney Tunes. Jack is getting into Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny. He likes the uh, one where Bugs Bunny tortures the opera singer. La, 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 la. That's a, that's, a, that's a great commercial, man, or commercial, cartoon. Damon, you hyped about that new Paw Patrol movie coming out soon? Oh, yeah. it's Can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> Damon, you know that your football team had a good afternoon when one of your negatives is someone played too long. Yeah, absolutely, Indiana Jim. Damon, I'm worried about our offensive line and overall health with overuse of guys like CMC. Again, these are, look, anybody can be hurt at any given time. So you don't want anybody exposed in a moment that doesn't seem like a high leverage moment who's a high leverage player. Fourth quarter carries in a game that's already a 23-point difference. Those needs to go, they, they need to go to Jordan Mason and Elijah Mitchell. They really do. Get Christian out of there. If some of your drives stall out, you got a defense that's playing great. Try to get those important guys off the field too. And remember, they they shelved Nick Bosa uh in this game late in the fourth quarter, as they should have. As they should have. That game was in hand. Damon, what was the pink room you posted with Jillian on Friday? It was actually last night. Um, one Sansom has been turned into a place called the Conservatory. There's a bar inside the Conservatory called the Holbrook House. It's run by a buddy of mine named Phil, Phil Spiegel, who's a guardsman, who's a great guy. And we had a, it was a little soft opening for him. We had a really good time last night. Really, really good time last night. 
Otis Bird III saying, speaking of Sunday night football, anyone agree with Mike Tirico's comments from the Chiefs game the other night that the Lions win deserved an asterisk because Kelsey and Jones didn't play? No. I mean, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I mean, asterisks, nothing. What do you lose? That's it. You lose. Now, do you grade it on a curve? Are the Chiefs now dead on arrival? No, they're going to get very important players back in the mix, and a team that was nearly good enough to beat the Detroit Lions will probably have what it needs to beat them in a rematch if they meet in the Super Bowl. But we we got a, a ways to go. A Kendrick Bourne touchdown in the Patriots. Hello, old friend. Hello. Donovan says you play to win the game. And indeed, the 49ers won today. They won so convincingly that... Wait, but wait until you hear the ridiculous analysis of this lopsided win being directly like, oh, yeah, they're going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, like, you're going to have... Kids who don't really know what they're doing overreacting, which is why it's good to have you here. The adult in the room is thrilled to have you here. Uh, Larry Kruger, another adult in the room. The two of us will be in the room at 8.30 tomorrow morning for the best morning show after a 49ers game that you're going to find on the planet I don't hesitate to tell you that Larry and I are better at this than anyone else in this market. And the whole damn internet's about to find that out. So it is really good to have you here today. I want to thank my sponsor one last time here, bottomlinebets.com. Uh, maybe you had a rough gambling morning around the NFL. Guess who didn't? My man, Stefan. My man, Stefan, had himself a great day gambling so far you would have had a great day if you had signed up for his advice don't wait any longer daily weekly monthly yearly subscriptions available to you if you're interested in winning and oh why wouldn't you be get some advice from a handicapper who not only has all the numbers all the research things that you don't have access to but has a real gut for this so my man is not fooling around when it comes to laying and playing big bets and you won't be either if you sign up. Oh, I got a neighbor asking me, Damon, do you have a rake I can borrow? What do you think? Does he really mean rake? What does he mean? I'll find out. I'm a good neighbor. I'm the kind of neighbor that will go ahead and uh, and lend you a rake when you need a rake. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It was wonderful having our first post game of the year. I'm going to be back after the 49ers-Rams game Next Sunday, right at the two-minute warning, I said after. We don't even wait for a game to go final before we start doing post-game around here. This was an awful lot of fun today. It was great talking with you. This was the fastest hour and 50 minutes I think I've done since I've come to YouTube. Thank you. Wouldn't it be cool to be Damon's neighbor? Look at it this way. Albert, you are my neighbor. We're all living in the same community over here on the Plus. This was an awful lot of fun. Me and Larry, 8.30 tomorrow morning. 
I'll be on around 11-ish doing my own show on a Monday. Got to make those plus sponsors happy. Got to make our plusers happy. And I'm sure I will figure out something more to say about this between tonight and tomorrow. And then even after Larry and I work out together, he's going to get my mind jogging. And that's how it all works together. It is so good to have you here today. Thank you for being a part of this. It means an awful lot. Thanks to everyone who was uh, generous enough to drop a little super chat on me. The rest of you, take care of my sponsors, please. Join Larry and I tomorrow morning. Join me on Monday at 11 back here on the Plus. Join AMP for the single best VIP room. Tomorrow we're going to be playing some celebratory victory songs for the 49ers and having a good time over there as well. And needless to say... It grows. It grows. Damon, what's the code word for ganja jar contents? Yeah, I call that weed. Here's the thing. Legal, baby. We don't need code words anymore. I bet you I put it in the air sometime around Sunday Night Football kicking off. True blue forever. We will find you, Damon. Thank you. It's so good to have you looking for me. It really, truly is. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Means an awful lot. What a win for the 49ers to open a year with the highest of expectations. They come out and greet you with one of the best week one performances, if not the singular best week one performance of any Kyle Shanahan year that we have seen. It looks like he's got a quarterback who can run his offense. And if that's indeed who he has in Brock Purdy, this league better look the hell out because you got a defense that can hold any team in football to under, you know, two touchdowns and an offense that looks like it could put 30 on you. That's tough to overcome. Thank you for coming on over today. Means an awful lot. I will be after a uh, quick refill, maybe uh, a little bathroom break here, hopping on with Larry Kruger to help further promote the show that we're going to be doing over on the Krug show. So if you want to go over there, we'll continue to hang out over there in just a little bit. If he indeed remembered to send me, um, uh, it, oh, he did join me on StreamYard. That's, that's me and Larry. I'm going to be doing that in just a little bit. Thank you very much for tuning in. Huge win for the 49ers. Seasons really can't get underway with a more emphatic, dominating win than what the 49ers found today in Pittsburgh. They were fantastic, as were you. Sports don't build character. They reveal it.